BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Y'all, it is all happening. And by all happening, I mean all of my merch is now happening and live on the shop.dearmedia.com shop. We've got phone cases, hats, cropped hoodies, full-size hoodies, all available. Be sure to check it out. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand, always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. Vanderpump Rules to Motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. We are here doing our pod swap with the two hosts of the uh, Couplish podcast, and I've got my woo. hubby here co-hosting. What's up, honey? How you doing? I'm doing good. So I'm so excited because it's been a little over a month since we did your podcast, and there have been so many things that we wanted to talk to you guys about. So welcome to Shenanigans, Iskra and Philip Payne. Oh, Yay. thank you. Thank you for having so me. So happy to be here. Yes. Yeah. I feel like when you came on our pod, just getting to know you guys. It was like immediate, like, oh, I want to be friends with them. Can we hang out again? Yes. Like, yeah. It was just immediate, like, you guys have the best energy. I Thank felt like you. I learned a lot from you both. So we're excited to delve oh. back in today. Yeah, yeah, well, same. I felt like I learned some stuff on your podcast as Y'all well. Y'all were yourselves on our podcast. Yes. Yeah. The most really nice. vulnerable, open book <laughs> guests. <laughs> You're like, like, like oh they my God. When tip, I listened back to it, I was just like, Sheena, shut up. <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> shut up. Shall we just check in with everybody real quick? We're, we're going to. We're going to check in physically, it. spiritually, emotionally. How y'all doing? Oh, I love oh. this. It's being flipped on us. Right. Yeah. Oh, put me on the spot. So lately I have been feeling physically great. 
Because I'm finally getting back into my like workout flow. Mm -hmm. And weirdly, we nearly missed the flight getting here because I said, Philip, I'm going to go do some squats. Philip was like, right now, we're about to leave in 30 minutes. I was like, I don't care. I'm in this mental space of like, I have to get it in. Even if it's just like some squats, whatever it is. Like, And I did obviously put some weight behind it, but I've just been like, Fit, fit the 15 minutes in where you can. Yep. Yeah. And I felt really empowered doing that. The best workout is I the workout. That. The worst workout, right, is the one you didn't do? Didn't do. Oh, yeah, right. I've had a lot of bad ones lately. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you did something. Yeah. And then you take that motivation and that consistency yes. and it compiles and compiles until you build yeah. accountability, mm. which is a tough one to get to because it's a tough hill to walk up. Right. Yeah. And yeah. someone has helped me break that down because I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling unproductive. I was feeling like I didn't have enough hours in the day. And someone said, instead of thinking I have to work out and it be this anonymous thing. I get to. Put it in the minutes. I oh. literally just be like 15 minutes to move, 15 minutes to tidy up the playroom, 15 minutes. And when you kind of see the minutes and then you mm-hmm. look at it throughout the day, you're like, oh, I can fit 15 minutes to work out mm-hmm. in. Totally. But sometimes when you're in your day and you're like, oh, I've got to work out, it feels like same. this whole big thing. Yeah. That was yesterday for me. We had a phone yeah. call at the same time that I was like, no, that's my workout time. And then mm-hmm. I didn't work out because then I had the phone call and then Summer wanted this and then we're in the sandbox and then I didn't do it. Yeah. Crazy that, right? We, we we literally give everybody else all our time and energy, but when it comes to yourself, yeah. it's, mm. you're the last person on you, and you should be I know. the first person. Take yeah. care of yourself first, because then you can take care of everybody else. Right. Yeah. But you gotta water your garden. I know, I don't, I don't so do that. It's so hard for moms, though. Yeah. Because we have this mom guilt, too. 100%. Like, I feel awful if I know that my child's awake, and I could be doing something with them, and then I go off and work out, and like I have to unlearn that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I need to be healthy. I need to be active to, well, you know, be good for him. Definitely. And I think with, with with kids, it's like they also need that time away from you. So maybe mm. you can remind yourself of that when you get, when you want to do it because you're giving them a time for them to go on their independent little trip around the room <laughs> and work on their independence because they need that as well. Is that what you tell yourself, honey? Every time I leave that house, I chuck that car in reverse. I'm, I'm like, go to the gym. I'm like, summer will be perfect. She's going to be just working on herself. It's a little 18-month-old independent woman she is. She is. She really is, though. I know. It sounds like Listen, it. like, I yeah. feel like that's the one thing as parents we have now, being parents, we have the best position to do it because we have the references, we have the information, mm. we have the data available on the like, hey, just remind yourself this. Maybe you shouldn't do this. Maybe yeah. you should do this. And yeah. uh, we've been lucky. We've been very lucky. What about you guys? What is cracking? What's new? Yeah. So, okay. Now your Wait, podcast actually, is launched. We only, we only went through one we of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We only did one of the chickens. Then yeah. stop interrupting. Yeah, that's well, on me. Emotional, I will say, I just launched my hair care yesterday with Salt Hair. We also went viral this week. Oh, my um, God. Congrats. We've had some like smallish viral moments, but we went like viral to the point of this one TikToker who's so sweet, her name's Naya. We flew her out this week just to thank her because she's so sweet. But it was like 3 million views on TikTok, but there was like 160,000 people saved the video. Mm -hmm. And she was essentially just talking about how much she loves our brand. So that's like 160,000 people saved the video because they wanted to try and like find our brand. Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine the sales were just like, it was wild. Okay, so for the listeners who don't know what Saltair is, please tell everyone. So it's my body care brand and I really struggled in postpartum to feel myself. Mm -hmm. It was a a dark time. I did not shower. I was not looking after myself. I kept telling myself, oh, you're such a mess. 
And I said to Philip, I, I need to get the motivation to just shower, to just get ready, put on some clothes and just find myself again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but I want to get excited when I go in the shower. There's really exciting makeup brands, skincare brands, but there was nothing in the body space. If you walk down your gross in your grocery store aisle, it's the same body washes you've seen forever. Yeah, nothing excites me. Nothing exciting. Well, you, you know what? Dove doesn't get you going. Huh? <laughs> you know, I mean, the cucumber scent. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Lavender, everything. Right. So yeah, I, I kind of envisioned that there was this space in the body care, you know, world. And I got connected with the right person to basically make it happen. And he has this ton of experience in the industry, building beauty brands. And we got together and we got this idea that it would be exotic botanicals. We would kind of actually lean into fragrance at a time where everyone was like scared because everyone's been fear mongered by clean brands. Mm -hmm. We have clean ingredients, but we've really leaned into fragrance and having a sensorial experience and basically bringing skin care into body care. So having niacinamide, hyaluronic acid, all of these ingredients we use on our face, we're not using on our body. Mm -hmm. So we decided to like input that into our body care products and people are loving it. It's an aluminum yes. bottles. It looks beautiful. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I love that. Aluminium. Aluminium. Yeah. Brock is so Americanized now that he says I, aluminum. I, yeah, don't I just kept, say my, it. I kept my mouth shut just then because I don't know what, I don't know what would come out. Wow. I don't know. So I think it's okay. But then I'm, I'm, she looks at me. I'm like, oh, that was that was wrong. Yeah. He's like, can you pass me the aluminum? And I was like, oh, my wow. God. He said he's it the American convert. way. Uh, it's probably, you know, the wedding and just <laughs> he just was like, oh, I'm fully fledged. To be honest, I think it's I think it's exactly that. Like the, the, the don't care mentality is really killing me. It's really because yeah. I'm like, whatever. Like it is, I got to pay attention. Get back to the book, study a bit more, and get back on top of my stuff. Yeah. But that's Let's... awesome. So yeah. it's straight yeah. back to the body care. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been really, really wonderful. That's amazing. And Congrats. you know what's so great about creating a great product is mm. it that to for for somebody to do that now and to have that viral opportunity, 
it's there for people, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you do something that you really believe in or something that you love to do, that's a great way for it to kind of be like, well, actually there is a chance and it's yes. through TikTok. Do you yes. know what they're doing now in Asia? Tell me. They are reinvert, they are making Amazon now, but they've done Ooh. it front to back. So Amazon obviously has their great distribution system yeah. and then they you pay for creators and you sell your Amazon products. TikTok already has the following. So oh. now they're going to go into the distribution aspect. So now they can fulfill orders through brands. Oh, wow. Yeah, heads, heads up. So stay on TikTok, everybody. I mean, it, that does scare me think? a little bit. Not not for my own brand, but just for the US. Because when China figure out, they're just going to cut the middleman out. Yep. And there are so many brands that I think people don't realize are just imports from China. They're relabeled and they're resold in the US. That's it. And that's why those Sheins have come in. And everyone's like, how is it three mm -hmm. bucks for a top? Yep. And it's right. like, well, actually, what used to happen was there'd be someone in the US who had a brand that bought the $3 top in then paid the, you know, the import yep. and then basically added their probably 50% margin on top and then resold it to you. On a discount. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely wild to see that too. Yeah. I'm interested, but... It's Back great. to our check-in. It's great. Back to our check-in. So emotionally, I'm 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 excited and just like filled with gratitude and like I knew that it was great and a great product, but like the reviews are flooding in and things that you know people are really respecting the product regardless of me, and I that's why it's not called you know Iskra's body care line. I don't know. I was just like I need it to outlive me. I'm pretty exhausted with social media. I'm sure you feel the same way sometimes. Yeah. So it's like great having something that hopefully will live longer than my social media career. I love that. <laughs> and then what we got now spiritually, still it's still slacking. Philip's been much better. We've been we've been doing our nightly prayer and we've been like connecting at dinner and but we have not found a church in Austin yet. Mm -hmm. we, we've asked we've asked a few people to help us navigate that. But yeah, we got to get better at that. We get better at that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's so much going on. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's hard to tackle everything, right? Totally. Well, it seems like you're doing a great job. Thanks. And congrats with everything with Solitaire. That's so exciting. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. All right, yeah. Philip. Okay. Let's check in. Where are we at spiritually first? Are we? Whatever sure. you want to do. It's your order, buddy. This is your check in. This is your check in. That's true. I remember y'all's check in. <laughs> oh, I checked in. I just brought the wife and shit. We got it. Spiritually, I feel in a place of gratitude. I know that like right now, career-wise, I feel like I was, I, I, I wish I was like way more, you know, doing what I, you know, on a, on, this is what I would say, because because my career right now is, is fulfilling me spiritually, because mm -hmm. I get to pour into young individuals who don't know how to do some of the things that I've been able to do. And every time I leave those conversations and every time I leave, I leave them, I feel like, man, this this is what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, I want to reach more people. And like, how do I reach more people? And like, I'm still trying to figure out this content creation thing. And like, how do I get better at it? Mm -hmm. And how do, you know, those things are like, but also just trying to stay in a place of like, yo, look where you're at. Like, you're healthy. The people around you are healthy. Like you know, you are fulfilled and you're doing what you love yeah. for a living. Mm. Chill, brother. Chill, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we always need to have kind of, like, we have that build like, oh, what? And instead of reminding More. yourself of like, okay, let's be present real quick and look around. Yeah. Right. I self, oh man, I'm a, I'm a big one on that one. I'm doing that every day. I still mm -hmm. am doing it. So hopefully as I keep practicing, teaching myself how to be more present, then that will come through with that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
emotionally, I feel a lot more connected to, to you know, Iskra, my my lady. I love her. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel good about like emotionally. I'm like, man, this is my partner. Like, nice. I really really love her a lot. We've been having uh-huh. some fun. We've been having a really good time. Yeah. We've love been that. really enjoying doing our podcast. We've yeah. been you know enjoying seeing each other's wins. He went off to New York. One of his rappers, Piff Marty. Yeah, Piff Marty. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. But he Great was artist. essentially homeless pre-pandemic yeah. and just started like rapping, but he would use the comments from what people would ask him to rap about from TikTok. Yeah. So people would say like, can you talk about like men crying? And so he would create these whole raps about men crying and oh. film the music videos on his phone and yeah. like obviously blew up because yeah. it was really purposeful work. And Incredible. he did stuff about like black fathers and yeah. I don't know, his... It's really impressive. Yeah, it's extremely impressive because, you know, in this climate of so much music with the content being things that aren't really... A bit surface level. You know what I'm saying? Right. A little bit with just no real substance. Totally. Twerking. <laughs> yeah. like it's working. It's and really I cool to, twerk, to see but... him have, you know, to see Piff have success with being himself, mm-hmm. you know, being yeah. himself. And that, that, yeah, that's another thing that's just like filling me up spiritually, like working with an artist who like... I can be proud of. I can mm-hmm. be proud of the content. Mm. I can be proud of the quality. I know he's proud of it. And, you know, working on things that like truly, I'm truly passionate about. I love that. It's fun. Yeah. Physically, I gotta get back on the horse. <laughs> I gotta get back on it. She's been making cakes, guys. She's oh. been making guys, she's been making <laughs> she's been making cakes. I'm saying you can eat the cake. Mm-hmm. But when you eat too much cake, it's hard for you to get back into moving because the cake is on you. <laughs> Cause you know when you can feel the cake, you can feel it on your on your side. Yeah, Brock knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you a baker? So no, she's making he's the, the cakes, baker guys. and the eater. The baker. So oh, I gotta Brocky. get better. That's I gotta get better at you know. Not eating just, the cake. Just, just yeah. not eat the cake. Well, eating the or cake, eat but just it. it's called portion control. <laughs> I want the cake. You I get will the make cake. a banana bread, and honestly, the ingredients are great. And I always, <laughs> I believe that baking at home is always better than just buying store bought. Yeah. I know exactly what's gone into it. I can Tastes add better. protein powder, and I can do this. I can switch out coconut sugar. Da da da. But at the same time, when I bake the loaf on a Sunday and I wake up on the Monday and it's half gone. Well, yeah. you know what? You're, you're lucky there's it's half so there. Because yeah. in our house, it'll be like, Saturday, I'll just eat the brunette. But it's done, yeah. honey. That's my problem. I don't say no either. Yeah. She's making the cookies and stuff and they, they good. But I'm going to get back on it now. I like what you said <laughs> you about go. just, you know, just take one day at a time. Portion. It'll, yeah, 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 yeah. it'll turn it. into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll turn into it. It's easy it, saying like, it too. Up. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But <laughs> it's so easy. But eventually, you know, something will click and we just got to keep on chipping on together. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It feels good when you're getting stronger. Ooh, it really totally. Does. There's nothing like it. <laughs> I know. I got to get back on the tonal. We're all on it. <laughs> we're really we're all on that same <laughs> Everyone that's listening, let's oh. be accountable together. Yeah. yeah. Let's I'm glad do we had that conversation. Yeah. Well, let's run with that. What would be your ultimate day? For like, if you could, if you could like plan, like I, I, I'll go first. Okay, I'm like, yeah, yes. I would like to get up at six o'clock, go downstairs <laughs> for the first hour, walk on our treadmill, and read a book. So that way, oh, I get my nice. walk in for my cardio, incline walk, which is a great way to burn calories, nice. and then get in the ice tub, and then I'm up, at, and then at seven o'clock, I've done all three main things. I've fed my mind, I've fed the body. And then and I've, I've walked the body, frozen fed the body, and I've frozen yeah. off. So four ticks, four ticks. That would be my ultimate start of my day because wow. that's how I want to do it. What would what would be your guys' ultimate start of your day to have your ultimate day? Because after uh-huh. that, I'm gonna crush whatever comes in front of me. My ultimate day, yeah. for but, sure, would be coming downstairs, 
working out. I mean, coming, yeah, working yeah. out. Then next, doing an hour of studying on TikTok or studying on socials, just studying. I, what I have learned is like, you know, they say the greatest currency is time, but like, I think the greatest currency is like uninterrupted time. So like, yeah. when I come down, mm -hmm. I'm working out, but that's it. I'm not on my phone. I'm not looking at it. Right. I'm not talking. You're, doing, you're working out. If I'm walking Correct. with my son, then I'm walking with my son. Yep. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Totally. <laughs> if I'm reading a book, then Let you that's when book. I'm reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> but then do you ever feel overwhelmed when you need to catch up after that uninterrupted time? Because that's mm. where I struggle. Yeah. I've been so much better about when I'm with my daughter, just one on one. Like I'm not on my phone. Yes. But then when I get it, like this morning, wow. even it was just an hour, but I, I didn't check yeah. my phone at that's all. And then the I look and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. email, <laughs> text, and then I'm like, ah, yeah. now I have so much to catch up on. That's yeah. what'll happen. But I, I, I promise you, mm -hmm. in that un un uninterrupted time that you've put into work, you will get so much done because yeah. you've set a boundary. Correct. Because yeah. when you're doing, and because when you're focusing on that work for that uninterrupted time, you're focusing on just that work. Oh my God. As opposed to like, oh yeah, I'm going to do a text, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then the, the problem with that mentally is you just start straining yourself 100%. because you start leaving your mind here 100%. and then splitting and then splitting. Yeah. It's like, yo, if it's answering emails, that's what you're doing for that hour. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm always answering emails. <laughs> yeah. you, and I told her, I was like, honey, you should have, if you always want to do it, have three half an hour windows throughout the day. Boom, boom, boom to do that. Yeah. That's yeah. it. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay. It's it's definitely tricky to to switch that off. I yeah. think one thing that I loved was my dad's quote actually of if it has to be now it has to be no. And I mm -hmm. think that how I used that in my career was just like explaining to certain people around me, friends and, you know, work relationships that sometimes I'm not going to get back to you immediately. Does not mean I'm not excited, does not mm -hmm. mean I'm not, you know, motivated or or caring about you. It's just like Sometimes and it has to be now, it has to be no, mm -hmm. you know, and even like with big decisions, if sometimes I get overwhelmed and someone's pushing me and I hate that when brands will do that, sometimes they'll drop a quick thing and be like, we need to know by the end of the day if you're yeah. waiting, Ooh, yo, yeah, <laughs> that's not okay. Yeah. Like if it has to be oh, now, right. then it has to be no, and just let that kind of take that pressure off me. That's not on me. Okay. I like that. See, yeah. I feel like I also struggle with. I'm a person who, I mean, I try to respond as quick as possible. Yeah. And then when people don't respond to me, I'm like, are they mad at me? I get like so she in my hits head. She with the Got double you. tap, oh the God. exclamation point, the question mark. Hello. Yo. Uh, All the time. Well, that makes sense then. Like that's yeah. something that you value, people getting back to you quick. So yeah. you try and get back to people quick. That, I know. That does make sense. Yeah. Whereas like I definitely am someone, one of my good girlfriends who's a mom of four, she might not text me back for two weeks. But I actually feel like relief in a way because Perfect. then like if I don't get back to her, right. I'm just like, oh, well, she true. understands. That actually happened mm. today. <laughs> Lala called me and I still never called her back because at that time I was like, yep. sorry, I can't answer right now that she texted me. It was like, call me about Disney. I'm like, we're not going to Disney for five weeks. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it today. Right. So I didn't put any importance on calling her back, but I was like, oh shoot, no, I just remembered. I never, and that's not me. That's not you. That's Look not at you not breaking. Me. There you that's go, wow. breaking habits. Okay, One so <laughs> I want to- well, I, I need to hear your guys both morning routine. Ideal morning routine, let's run through Ooh, it real quick. Yeah, honestly. Just so we have accountability. Yeah, it ahead. would be walking out and having a chef <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> 
preparing me a delicious breakfast. Like a so really nutritious. <laughs> you know what? You do some great eggs. And I'll do, give you that. And you can make some good pancakes. So what Very else true. do you want for breakfast? I would like <laughs> an acai bowl. Oh, yes. Okay. And you have to melt the coconut oil and then you have to put the coconut oil on top, drizzle it, and then put it in the freezer so then you get a layer of crunch from the coconut oil. Then you put your granola on top so it doesn't sink down. Oh. That's key. And then I would like a very delicious protein smoothie Perfect. as well. And it would be great to have my mom there to help me with the little one to get him dressed because right now getting him dressed is an Olympic sport. Oh my mm. goodness. Like mm -hmm. we are sweating bullets. We're tag teaming. Okay, you go that way around the couch. I'll go this way. Like he, he's sat there. He's actually sat in the room right now, if you're listening. <laughs> Not moving an inch. But let oh, me tell man. you, he turns into actual Spider-Man and he can like climb up walls and That's do flips sure. and... So yeah, just trying to catch him and pin him down to get him dressed for school is is a whole thing. 100%. So having the peace of like either getting up before him, which I don't think has ever happened in the two and a half years he's been <laughs> on this planet, because <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Yeah, same. So realistically getting up when I have to because he's up, but having help, I think that would be mm. really mm -hmm. nice. And then enable me to nourish my body, go move, probably listen to a podcast or, or something while I'm doing like some cardio to warm up, then listening to the... The, I don't know, my trashy 90s hip hop when I'm like lifting. Yeah, and then showering and yeah, enjoy my shower ritual, enjoy my body care and getting dressed and putting on a cute outfit. And then I feel like I'd be ready. Boom, I like yeah. that. You know? Honey, how are you going to What's your ideal morning start? Okay? This podcast isn't about us, honey. <laughs> I know, but this is going to be a question. I want to know what your perfect morning sounds like so I know. So I could take right, mental so notes so I can that. help you get to that because I want my I morning to be to like that, that and I want to help you. And then right. we can move on to your question. And then when we come back on here and you come back and publish, we're yes. going to ask you, did you ever get that perfect morning? Yeah, I'm going right. to check in on your chef. So it's fine. <laughs> So Brock is the chef. Oh, I mean, no. he gets up and he makes summer breakfast. Oh, wow. I'm not a breakfast person. Mm. So, I mean, he would make me whatever I wanted, but I'm just not really a breakfast person. I'll have, he makes me lemon What's water every morning. What's your ultimate morning, Ooh. honey? So ultimately, I mean, I would love if summer slept past seven. <laughs> That's, you know, that would be ultimate. Yeah. Your ultimate morning. Her ultimate morning is 5.30 watching right. something. Yeah, wow. she, oh my God, we'll get into it. Yes. But she wakes up. And if she wakes up before six, I will bring her in our bed to try to get her back to sleep for mm -hmm. a little bit. Cause I'm like, girl, Agree. the sun is not up yet. Yeah. Like in frozen on is like the sky's awake. So I'm awake. And I tell her all the time, like summer, the sky's not, not awake, awake yet. yet. Mm -hmm. Shh, go back to sleep. Yeah. Sometimes she does. Sometimes no, she just sits straight up and then she's like, she does her sign language oh. and she's like, sir, excuse me. And she's saying, sorry, excuse me. Cause it's damn cocoa melon. Yes. Yeah. No, the song. Oh, these me. are the nice words you, you can say. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that's listening hates us. I promise you, if they're in the car with their kids, they're looking around going, wait, what? Right? Kids right. hear that, hear, hear one, one beat, beat of the Mickey Mouse or oh, the Cocoa Mallet and their ears broke up. Yeah. It is correct yeah. for kids yeah. but yeah, i would say for me i do like to i feel like if i don't work out by 11 a.m it's probably not going to happen the rest of the day unless i have a schedule with my personal trainer who i don't have anymore then i would do afternoon workouts yeah but now we're at home we got the tonal so mm. ideally i would like to wake up 
work out, but also have the help with summer so we can just focus on what we need to do in the I morning. Heard, heard. Because yeah. then I feel like the rest of our day is heard. way less stressful. I know stressful. exactly what I'm going to do. Mm. Perfect. Oh. That's what I, I just want to know that. Okay. Okay. All right, take away your questions, honey. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit. <laughs> well, I mean, I wanted to like back it up. So mm. at the beginning of this, I just wanted to talk about so we were just listening to the first episode of y'all's show so congratulations oh, you have a new podcast so here's your media thank, thank, thank you if thank you guys you. haven't listened to it check it out it's called couplish so your first episode i was gonna ask you how y'all met but i'm just gonna make everyone listen to your podcast instead <laughs> because it's a very detailed oh, yeah. story Cliff and it's nuts. so interesting Cliff nuts. so uh, you guys traveled you guys happen to happen to end up in the same areas quite often if not yeah. on purpose or mm -hmm. by accident right? we did have a question about pairs Yes. <laughs> Brock wanted to know. Okay. So, these guys, so when you guys go back to hear the podcast, you'll hear a little bit more about Philip. And you guys were both in. Uh, you're working, walk, walking in the, the yeah the Paris fashion. Paris yeah. fashion. Congratulations! It's crazy. Yeah. I never thought that would happen in my life. For those who don't know, Iskra started out. What well, you are a supermodel now. You have, I guess, no, yeah, it's wild. totally. Mm -hmm. You you got five million followers on Instagram. You are crushing it. Thank but I know you. it wasn't an easy road to get there, and you struggled with that. And you know, people mm -hmm. can be so negative when it comes to body image and For judging. Sure. And I know that's something you faced a lot too. So mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about that a little, but also Brock had the question about okay. the Paris fashion show. Yeah. So this is this. It comes into mind. This is probably what I would have done. For Sure. So yes. I just wanted to see if we're on, how it would work. But you guys were in both in Paris. Oh, you're in Paris. He texts uh, you. She's like, "Yeah, of course I'm in Paris. You see my post, blah blah blah." <laughs> I'm gonna take it. And then we go to a night out, and you got you're at an event, yes. and then all of a sudden, big, tall, dark, and handsome yeah, comes walking cool. down the staircase, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my question is. How did you know about that event? Who invited you to the event? Or did you figure out how, where she was going and you went to that event? It's very interesting because she brought up the event. She was like, yo, I'm having an event. But then... I did not give you a location. You didn't give me the location. I didn't really know that she was going to be but there. But you knew. I, think, I don't think I really knew that she was going to be there. But one of my friends was hosting the event one of my people in paris you know what i'm saying so i come to the event like yo i'm in here right ah <laughs> uh, sketchy right i'm in here <laughs> and then i see the flyer of the event i was like oh okay this might have been the event so now you know I'm, I'm i was looking fly that night i'm not gonna front so boom <laughs> i walk up the stairs i'm dapping up people dun, dun, the music is you know hey. i'm in here i'm with that one you know it's <laughs> <laughs> my invitation though. I made it. I knew I was looking cool. And boom. And I, oh, and then I saw her and I was like, oh. And then she was looking at me. She was giving me the, you know, what is he doing here? But like, I oh, was panicking he's here. Because it was an event where I was invited and this stylist was genuinely trying to like gauge my interest on investing in their brand. Yeah. So my two PR like girls are there. And then this Philip walks in. This Philip. I'm having to explain who Philip is. If you listen to the story, you know, it's now been like eight or nine months since I've known him. And we like, 
were flirtatiously friends, and then he went back. Yeah. Okay, I can't tell the whole story. But <laughs> yeah, but it's got your podcast. Podcast yeah. Yeah. zero, yes. right? Podcast episode zero. Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, it was a coincidence slash kind of. No. Yeah, because I make right. I make coincidences happen all the time. Like, oh, I go, oh, that's what's up. I'm going to put myself in a position to capture this opportunity. Basically. I think that's, that's what it was. I would have done put it. yourself in a position, right. especially hearing your guys' story. So that was that was my question. I was like, honey, mm. I pressed pause. I was like, you know what he did? He found out about this event. Party, he knew she was going to be there, and I was going to like, I'm rocking up and just yeah. showing eyes. There is times in my life, like career, and I feel like back in the day. Sorry, before you, that I've okay. definitely known like. <laughs> Uh, had that it, it sense yep. if like 100%. okay if I go there or if I do this I could potentially really? and I feel like that's really important in life like to go and just take those risks go and mm-hmm. put yourself in a scenario in positive ones obviously mm-hmm. opportunistic places because you never know what might happen 100%. instead of just yeah. staying in all the time and I would have yeah. friends that were like why am I single or why is this not happening and I'm like because you're not going out no, you're not meeting new people you're not in different rooms or like meeting different types of people like it's important to go and put yourself out there. You mm-hmm. never, because because here's here's like the ultimate of of, of mm. putting taking that effort, right? Yeah. If you don't take that effort, you're in this position. Yeah. Mm. So if you take the effort and you and it falls flat on your ass, guess where you're at? Right, <laughs> right where you were yeah, before, before you didn't, didn't try. try. Now what could happen and mm-hmm. what yeah. does happen, especially like. If if you just persisted about things, or if you make Absolutely. things, you make things happen think, for yourself. Yeah, the energy 1, will come back. I think that's why we're probably all here as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, you're right. We all get it. We kind of all get it, and that's totally. a tough message because I feel because my mother opposite. My oh. mother's like, oh, maybe that wasn't meant to be. I was like, no, mm. no, no. Oh. <laughs> Is that <me? laughs> mum? <laughs> and you know what? There's probably a middle ground there to realize, like, okay, when it's too much, when to when to. But at the same time. Stick to what you got. Plan A all the way. Plan A all the way. That's his consulting company. Plan A. Wait, what? Well, we don't want to be called Plan B. That's taken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted everybody to focus on Plan A because, like, that's what everybody tries to tell you to do is, like, Go for plan That's B it. or like right. yeah. have a backup plan. Have a backup yeah. plan. I don't believe in backup plans. Neither never of us worked. Yeah, backup plans. It never yeah. worked for me. Mm-hmm. I don't I think I have a backup plan. So <laughs> right. I agree. I think I think I definitely for me when we moved over well, here. I guess like, there's always OnlyFans. That could be that's a true. Plan. It's the backup plan. Shout out to OnlyFans. Uh, that's just a side <laughs> hustle. That's not even a backup plan. That's just that's just smart, smart business, business right now. It's 2022. Telling you, smart business. Anyway, so. We're all sitting here. We're four people who both have children, toddlers. Mm. toddlers. And I wanted to get into some parenting stuff with mm. you guys. Oh, nice. I want to know what is the thing that you guys disagree on the most about parenting? Oh, that's really wow. good. That's a great question. They show up randomly. For example, <laughs> I listen to podcasts and I read books and, and do all the very obsessive mom things where I feel like I have to listen to everyone else's advice and then I take it all on board and some of them are contradictory right so that's Mm -hmm. challenging but one day I remember we were about we were trying to go somewhere and then Philip goes well fine our son that he's talking to our son he goes fine I'm about to leave like I'm going and I went no you can't say that's going to give him abandonment issues and Philip goes, where on earth did you hear that? And I'm like, a podcast. Like, you can't do that. It's going to turn like long-term abandonment issues. And Philip's like, it's absolutely not. And I'm like, but isn't it worth trying not to do that just in case? So mm-hmm. I think that's where we disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because I will with you. listen and learn and think I've like learned something that could be beneficial. And I want to implement it today and stick to it forever. Yeah. yeah. And he's a little bit like, it doesn't matter. He's two. 
Like, you're not going to have abandonment issues. Well, she won't even have the conversation with me. She already implemented it and was like... It's like me. It's already a rule, but I haven't even <laughs> told him it's the new rule. You and, messed up. And then, but I, I have to say, I do the same thing. I do the same thing, especially, especially for me as a parent. It's like, if I can read, then I can understand how to parent. And there's, there's plenty of information for both so, sides of the party. You can read both what happens if this happens or this and then 100%. find a middle ground. That's 100%. my true way of, I'm like, yeah. that's how I'm going to parent. Yeah. So if I can find a study that says this, I'm gonna like, oh, well, that's it then, honey. Hey, honey, her schedule's this, this, this. We do this, boom. <laughs> He's always there with like the science and the articles the and he'll send me articles and tell me this is why, you know, we should let her cry it out in the crib for five minutes. And I'm like, well, I think that that could lead to not like abandonment issues, but like emotional attachment. attachment. Uh -huh. And like, I feel like this, yeah, he wants to build her independence, but I feel like it might make her feel like when I need someone, they're not gonna be here. Yeah, that I, this sleep training is one of the most uh. like emotionally hard things to yeah. go through mm -hmm. because I will say we decided to kind of sleep train yeah. and it was I felt horrendous. Yeah. I felt like I was neglecting my child's needs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when we weren't sleep training and our child in particular only slept for 45 minutes. Oh, all through my the night. Gosh. We had the snoo and our best friends would show us and it would be like blue like so much sleep and then I would be like bloop, bloop, red 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 <laughs> it, was like, it was really hard at the beginning the first three months it was pandemic we had no family we had no one there it was just me and him fucking it out and we knew we had to do something for our sanity mm -hmm. yeah. we had a, the yoga ball and we, oh, wow. you know you read all the things but we were right. sweating like go up and down up and down core strength down. was great well this, this, and that, this is this is when it comes to sleep training right and, the, and right. it's like the cried out method everyone kind of thinks there's two options you either don't or you do right. and, but the science behind <laughs> i go to the science, science. <laughs> so what happens when we sleep when you go to a deep sleep even as an adult it, we sleep in like two hour cycles because if you mm. go to too deep a rem sleep your body shuts off Wow. So and, and I don't know the scientific term yeah. of it, but instead of that happening, it reminds you to wake up. So notice how as an adult you wake up and then you're like, oh, what was you you hear something that wakes Got you. you. Yeah. Then you readjust. That in that is the training aspect where even mm. if we don't do it now, you they're gonna have to know this skill set. Yeah. And what's the most important thing to do for your body, for your mind, for anything? And that's have quality sleep. sleep. Mm -hmm. And so that is where I take that's where I take my I'm like, listen, mm. this is a short-term like pain for a long-term long gratification because yeah. if she can have the ability to because she's going to always do it it's biology we do it every two hours or around that she's going to wake up but how does she put herself back to sleep yeah and no, that no. is and that is the, all i need to know i'm like okay i am doing the right thing Right. But it does break but my heart. But it does my head in. I'm just like, oh, no, she's cry. crying. Oh, yeah. She needs but can, me. Can, can we really put it? She, the longest we've let her cry was probably like 14 minutes. And that was what? one time. I was not there for that. Right. That was one time. <laughs> oh, no. We hit the five minute mark. I'm like, I'm going in. I know. Right. That was one time. That was when she was in, Me okay. she was in Mexico checking out wedding venues and I decided to sleep train out. Yeah, I was going to say, I have certainly That's never gone that far. a good time to do it. It, honestly, it was perfectly. Yeah. It always worse when mom is around. Yeah. 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 1,000%. And he, the... Every time Philip goes away, I'll, like he'll wake up so much earlier than when Philip's at home. It's yeah. like they just know, mm -hmm. and it's like every time I walk past the crib, sometimes like he can smell me. And he's like, <laughs> Well, they know, they know. <laughs> they well, do. we had a really good baby monitor. And once I showed her his face, because... That's true. That was interesting. That I watched he wasn't his in pain. face and it really helped me. I was like, he's not in pain. Mm -hmm. I like that. Oh, see, Summer looks like she's in pain. No, no. <laughs> no, no. no but there's, 
see. There's where, different there's types different of too. crime. And you, where's your, you can where's tell. your monitor at? You if can, you can see her, f- uh, his it was face. Like a, he was in the snooze, so he was like laid fully oh, yeah, back, so can, it's just right above oh, him. Okay. Okay. And it's so true because when he was really upset, you know, like stomach issues or one time, like he really hated the bath for a period of time and his back was arched and he was bright red and you could tell he was like really upset. But then when it was the sleep stuff, it was more like, yeah, like, I was like, he's literally just yelling. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so like learning their cues and when it's like upset, like I really need you, mommy. Like, and then yelling, is anyone here? Oh, I kind of want to come out my crib, but it's like, <laughs> all they knew not to do it. It's cry. Right. You're perfect. That's so, exactly it. If you got yeah. to understand, that's what the I cry. Yeah, it's, I oh, and, and we understand our child's cries. Of course, 100%. but honey, there are the times when we're in that three to five minute mark where I'm like. She sounds like she is in pain. Right. I, and I it is this. emotional pain. And she then, is not in physical pain. And then once you pick this, I'm now in pain. My, my one rule on that, I'm like, honey, she can put her binky in her mouth and then she's that's And then it. she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. Which she means she's out, not she's like, like hysterically crying. Right. Which means she's not <gasps> hyperventilating. She's no, straight up yelling. Yeah. And then we're like, right. oh, well, that didn't work. What, so, what can I do next? I do have one horror story, though. So okay. as we were going through it and we did the gradual kind of like, and yet he never cried or screamed for longer than 15 minutes, something like that, right? And you only do it for like three days and the first That's day it. is 15, the next day it's Bang five. And then by the third day, it's like, he's just like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. But our friends who their child, when they started this was three and a half months. Oh, oh well, my gosh. It's a little. Yeah, basically they went to the pediatrician. They were like, hey, we're thinking of sleep training. We're not getting any sleep. And the pediatrician was like, yeah, try the elimination method. And then my friend goes, what's the longest you've ever heard of a baby crying for? And the pediatrician goes, I mean, maybe three hours would be like the worst ever. It would just never happen though. So what happened? That day they try it. Two hours, 57 minutes. Oh, my friend is looking at her phone and she's almost like crying. She's like, I can't do it. I have to go in. And then at 2.58, like two hours, 58 minutes, Went she fell sleep. asleep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it took them two weeks, Mm-mm. but eventually, and she said that did change their lives. And that's, wow. and that's honestly, yeah, you're not, just, you're not just taking care of the kid at that point. Right. You're taking care oh, of the so parents hard. and yourself, and, and you're putting yourself on equal playing fields. You don't yeah. love her more, you just love each other equally. And yeah. I know that people listening to this are going to be like, that's awful, awful that they put their child through that. And I'm not saying I, I could have lasted that long and I'm not saying like every each to their own, but I think, you know, uh, that friend in that position had to go back to work. Yeah. Like there were certain things where, I mean, if you've heard a baby <laughs> waking up every 30 minutes through the night for three months straight, it does something to your mental health. Really you, does. You, yeah. can't, you can't show up as a mom in the daytime with your child. Mm-hmm. You're not ready to take them and have a fun day at the park or connect with your other friends or do it. Like true. you really can totally. lose yourself in that. So mm-hmm. no, I'm a big believer in whatever you need to do to yes. be the best version of yourself to show up for your child. Do that. If that means mm-hmm. getting a night nurse, if that means doing the sleep training method, whatever right. you have to do so that you can be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at no point am I telling anybody that my way is the right way to raise your kids because they're your right, kids. You know? no, you just I, like, I just because they're our kids. <laughs> 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 I just like, I do like, like letting parents know, like, hey, we're all going for the. It's the best part is talking to other parents and realizing, sure, oh, we have the same stuff, yeah. and it yeah. just normalizes your craziness oh, and sure. reminds you, I'm present, yeah. I'm blessed, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. It yeah. is my new favorite thing of just like if I meet 
a stranger or a fan or whoever in life, if they are also a parent, I'm like, you immediately can talk about oh anything gosh. about your kids. Anything. And I feel like Brock is, I was just doing a podcast yesterday and I was saying Brock is the type of person where he could walk into a room and mm. there could be a homeless man and a billionaire. Mm. And he's going to be able to have a deep conversation with both of them, relate on different levels, and they're both going to be interested in what Brock has to say. I'll probably he get just that has... homeless guy a job from the billionaire, really. <laughs> right. I'll figure out how to network that bad boy. But Brock just has that presence about him where he can walk into a room and literally make conversation with anyone. It's a gift. Yeah. I personally cannot if I don't really know who someone is, I might just, you know, kind of do my own thing or check my emails or whatever. Mm -hmm. But over the past year and a half, when I meet someone who's also a parent, I'm like, oh my God, okay, so does your kid do this? Immediately. Immediately. And I think we have to. I think that as many of the books that you can read and there's videos you can watch, there's just something very, I'm sorry, our child is now. (laughs) There's just something reassuring about knowing that no one has the perfect answer. No one has the perfect experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and we're all figuring it out. Totally. As it happens. And every child is different. Yeah. My gosh. That's the thing. Even seeing our friends have a second and how the second one's completely different to the first one. And, oh, man. Yeah. You're you're doing great. Anyone that's listening to this, (laughs) you're doing amazing. Have you guys had a conversation about another one or how's that gone? We've had multiple conversations. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say... I'm often uh, the reason why I would like a second is I'm an only child Mm -hmm. so I feel like I lacked the experience of having a sibling Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like I lacked the experience of having a sibling and I feel like I've seen some friends lose parents or go through things and have to do that on their own Yeah, and they've all said to me I wish I had a sibling to go through this and understand what that felt like with me wow yeah you know See, and I also grew up an only child until I was 12 and a half, and then my parents had my sister. So, and I felt like I didn't miss out on any of that because I also had a lot of cousins that were close in age, and we all grew up so close. Mm. But the older I've gotten and watching my parents lose their parents and then watching friends of mine, I have three friends who don't have either parent anymore and several who don't have one or the other. Mm -hmm. And one of those friends is an only child. Right. And that right there just makes me want to give her a sibling. Not anytime Mm -hmm. soon. But I'm like, I don't want her to end up going Mm -hmm. through life alone. The childhood stuff, I'm like, I had a great childhood. I'll give you a great childhood. You don't need someone to play with. But it's the later in life that you have to think about. And I would not want to put that burden on her. I agree. And I... It's also very apparent that Philip is black and I'm white. And so having Wait, a wh- child that's mixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyone that's listening might not know. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Basically, I feel like we have a child now that is not is not going to be able to... Re- well, they're going to relate to us in certain ways, but not fully. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to know what his experience is like mm-hmm. because he's going to be mixed with both white and black culture. Yeah. So I do think having a sibling could help him feel less alone in that experience and yeah. just having someone in the family unit because neither of either side of our family is in interracial relationships. Yeah. So there's no one else in my side of the family that's, you know, dated someone or married someone or had children outside of their race and the same with yeah. your side. So we're the first people to do that in our families. So he really is the only mixed child in all of our family. Oh, wow. So yeah. I do think maybe having a sibling is probably mm-hmm. going to be important. 
because he might turn around one day and be Definitely like, oh, there's no wrong. one else in my family that looks like me. Yeah. Wow. So, we did, that's, that's, a, that's something yeah. we didn't even think of, you yeah. know what I mean? So I think that, wow. but simultaneously, I don't feel ready. I don't feel prepared for a second. Seeing Same. our friends, like <laughs> we went on a group, we went on a family trip. It was yes. not a vacation, it was a family <laughs> trip. Family that's trip. what they're called now. They now. are not vacations family, no, when the kids come. Family trip. It's a trip. You're just doing what you do in a different location. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's lovely though, not yeah. complaining. But th we had two families that had one child and two families that had two. And it was like night and day. Yeah, like we were able to just maneuver and do things, and they just like when one was upset, they all had to leave the beach, or they all had to go and do something. And then if one of them was doing something, then they had to cater, and it yeah, it was a lot. a lot harder. We watched it, and we were like, "Ooh, we're not that, ready for that's that." That's a great hands-on like experience to see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing people too who were pregnant when I was pregnant, who are now pregnant again, and I'm like, "Oh my god, already?" Yes. What? No, I feel and like it's I'm just like, you can do that. Like it's totally. a blessing. It's a blessing yeah. whether it happens or not. But mm -hmm. if you can control it, uh huh. <laughs> uh. If you can, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. yeah, for sure. Because That's once you do have multiple parents out there, I'll tell you. Yeah. That. Seriously, oh, it is you. the hardest, best, but also for me, scariest job in the mm -hmm. world. And 100%. I wanted to ask you both as parents. Do you have, I mean, I think everyone has certain fears around parenting, but what mm -hmm. would you say is your biggest fear around being a parent and how have you worked on trying to overcome that? I have two big ones. Firstly, because I had an eating disorder growing up and body image disorders. I am hyper aware that of food and body, and I think I'm so hyper aware that I might make more problems than there is. For example, like I, I hear everything when someone talks about food or bodies around him, and I'm immediately like, don't say that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, is that, that's probably worse than just letting it go. For example, my mom would is the type of person to be like, oh, we're gonna have a brownie as a treat. And then like, oh, but I need to lose five pounds, so I'll have to work out after the brownie. So she has attached, you know, a food. lot of- yeah, yeah, you got burn it to earn it, yeah. like that whole mm -hmm. mentality. Yeah. And I think that our generation and the younger generations has had access to understanding that we can try and separate emotion and food and shame and all of these things, but their generation completely missed the boat and it's really solidified. And you see it, you see it mm -hmm. we, with your grandpa and we, we oh, have- so much. Yeah. It's hard and it, they, it's, it's, I don't wanna say it's too late because you know I always talk to my mom, but she's gonna, when s someone comes and they've lost weight, immediately say, you look so good, you've lost weight. And I keep telling her, but what if they were sick? What if they didn't wanna yeah. lose weight? Like mm -hmm. losing weight isn't always a success story yeah. you know it isn't the only true. measure of worth and i think that for me making sure that my child knows that they are more than their body more than their size but also has a healthy relationship with food mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so building that from the get-go with positively talking about food no shame no guilt surrounding food allowing him to have what he wants but have intuitive eating so he knows when he's full so i think the best phrase i've learned is just when it comes around food, just be like, is your tummy full? Mm -hmm. And just like stick to that. Don't be like, oh, you got to finish your plate or you need to eat the broccoli that's on your plate or just really letting go of any of these things that, oh, I wish he ate X, Y, Z right. or I wish he didn't want to eat all those cookies or and trying to not put the wrong words in there to then make it an unhealthy relationship with food like I had. Mm -hmm. So I think my overthinking is my biggest fear. <laughs> and my other biggest fear is being white and him uh, maybe 
resenting me in some sort of way or not feeling, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes I watch things in the media and rappers or they talk about kind of their their white family in a less proud way than their black Mm -hmm. heritage. But I understand why people do that because it's so much harder to exist being black. Mm -hmm. And so I think that people really have to go out there and be loud and proud of that culture. So I just want to make sure that he's never embarrassed. I'm his mommy or something. That's like a weird fear, but I'm just being completely vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But that's something that's like, I don't want him to ever wish that he was more black or more white. I just, you know, want him to be happy being himself. Listen, that, but, oh, but just hearing, talking to you guys as parents and all that, I don't yeah. think you're going to run into those issues. Right. You know, because you're to, to be able to be aware of what you're saying around them all the time, which you are, we yeah. both of you guys are. Yeah. I mean, you guys just get to lead by example. So hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully oh, that, that sure. fear kind of like goes down as he starts going up and he does run to you and he does, because you guys are going to have those conversations, you know, yeah. and he's going he's, and you guys are going to be his biggest supporters too. So for sure. I mean, it's already uh, happened. Yeah. We were at the trampoline park a couple months ago. And there's a little girl who's maybe like seven or eight and she walked up to him and was like, why are you brown, but your mommy's white? And that was like the first time I've had like a child say it. And I was like, oh gosh, you know, how do you respond? Because, you know, I don't want to say anything that makes the little girl feel bad for saying that because she's genuinely curious. But I wonder if her parents have ever had a conversation with her Mm -hmm. about that. Or maybe she doesn't have any friends that are brown or mixed or black. So it's just like navigating those conversations. I know there's no perfect way to do it, but I definitely live in fear of like, geez, I don't want to like F it up. Basically. I think I think you <laughs> just yeah. saying that on being vulnerable like that and getting talking about it is the only way to navigate that. Mm. Uh, Bring it to front of mind. So well done on that. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Appreciate you. Um, what me is is just uh, trying to uh, trying to uh, make sure that he has a balance of adversity in his life because he oh. won't grow up and go through the same things that that his dad went through or that his mom mm-hmm. went through mm-hmm. because yeah, he's not never going to be hungry. Oh no. Ever. He won't he's ever never, have to sleep in a car. He won't ever have to sleep in the church. No, nah, he won't he ever be know. in that mm-hmm. place. Yeah. But also, you know, you need those those things. You need those things to make you who you mm-hmm. are and totally. to give you tough skin. So just trying to have a balance, teaching him like the value of hard work and teaching him those things that I know that he'll already have, but like he just won't have to go. Th- and me being compassionate and empathetic of like, yo, this is a different time. Like yep. you don't have to parent the same way that you had to parent, you know, 10 okay. to 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go through those things because like the, the generation before us is way braver and way more outspoken and mm-hmm. like, they not playing like Gen Gen Z. They not playing, <laughs> and his generation. They're not playing either. So just be empathetic in that, and and try to like do what I can to to guide him, and and use my wisdom and my experiences to to help him. Yeah, as he how navigates. do you feel like that with Summer? Because she's going to have a completely different upbringing in life to what you guys had. I know, we've talked about this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I know you guys grew up very differently. Yeah. Brock yeah. and I grew up very differently. He grew up on a dairy farm in New Zealand and yeah. I grew up just outside of Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. So we had very different upbringings and you know, we are fortunate enough to provide Summer with 
a good life and multiple mm-hmm. homes and cities to go to. And yep. I always want her to have that. But he's like, no, like she needs to learn the hard way. <laughs> and like, it just, but I'm like, but, but honey, like, she don't yes, have to do that. She, she can <laughs> sit in a middle seat on a flight to Australia if that makes you happy. The kid's not always going to be flying first class, okay? Right. Right. I didn't Where grow up. Not always. After 19, <laughs> then she can move up there, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, she's back there and I'll it's sit back with her. Okay. You know, that's the thing. No, we, we fly coach most of the time unless it's on someone else's dime like yeah I will be the same as southwest you know <laughs> so no but I'm like but there will be times where you know what we're going here we can afford like when we flew to our wedding in Mexico I'm like no we're gonna fly first class it was business class it wasn't like the yeah lay down pods or anything yeah. But I'm like, sometimes we are going to do those things because we're able to afford that lifestyle for her. It's not going to be all the time. Mm -hmm. When we do make the flight back to Australia, we are certainly not going to be in first class because that's too damn expensive. And that's on our time. Especially right now. Yeah. No, I think 100%, you got to figure out that balance, right? Because how many lessons did we learn in the struggles? How many lessons did we teach ourselves in in the misery and the pain and the hang? And like My whole motivation was to get out of the town (laughs) I was in because there was nothing there. You wow. know, yeah. yeah. We live when we lived in San Diego and we were renting on the beach. I was like, honey, we live on the beach. My daughter cannot have this as a backyard. And I'm like, I mean, yes, I want her to can. have it, but as like a holiday where she doesn't know we own it. Like, I don't know, maybe right. we just don't tell so, them what so. we're really doing. Like, we just keep it very low. But that's the that's a challenge because it's such a challenge ultimately. We want to grow up and take care of our family and then mm-hmm. hopefully leaving a legacy behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we want to encourage them to do the same thing so yeah. that, but then at what point do you lose that driving force of the legacy yeah. exactly. and then just become kind of like complacent and kind yeah. of yeah. entitled, which is the big yeah. one and go down that rabbit, go down that rabbit hole. So yeah. weirdly in book club th- this month that I was doing, it was the Vanderbilt and it was about how, however, the generations, how the wealth died off because of that sense of entitlement, mm-hmm. because it was like, oh, I just get passed down all of this property, this all coming. of this money. I don't have to really work. I don't have to really like figure out how to keep, mm-hmm. you know, building. I just complacency. And then like after a few generations, it's gone. Maybe like, that. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just like we start a business where like families that have wealth, we manage that wealth and no one else knows about us. So the family doesn't even fucking know. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? So your kids well, don't no. actually know. Right. Yeah. They're like, when I die, you get a hundred grand. You get and, yeah. and you and you give them a blueprint. They're like, this is how you I should live it. comfortably. Yeah. That's what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Live comfortably and then take care of it. And that's the goal. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So I have a question, a parent question. We are going through the hitting, the hitting phase. Oh. Yes, and it kind of came out of nowhere, but we had actually done a trip to LA and we took it just me and Philip for once. Usually we bring him, hence why he's here this trip, mm-hmm. because we noticed when we got back, his energy shifted. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was like literally was hitting me in the face, super upset all the time. And it was shocking. Like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hold back tears mm-hmm. when it happens because I'm like, well, my child is really angry at me, like really upset and treating me differently than I've experienced. And I'm like, what do I do? And then what was really, again, made me super upset was we went to the park and he does a little soccer class. And then afterwards he was on the steps and an eight-year-old girl came to go up the steps and he was stood there, he's two. And he said, no. And I was like, oh, what's gonna happen now? She basically ignored him, tried to keep walking. He <gasps> smacked her in the face. No. Yes. 
I was absolutely humiliated. And I was like, I know. Because well, that it, happened this summer at the park. Know, and I was it, like, where's this kid's parent? That, like, yeah. And I'm saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, that her mom, the <laughs> kid's mom. That's why I, I was yeah. the parent. I was like, no. And he's two. And he's like whacking his girl in the face. And she was, she didn't say anything because she was stunned. Because she didn't expect a two-year-old to smack her in right. the face. And so then I went over and I was like, okay, we have to apologize. I've said his name, bollocks. Anyway, I get, we'll bleep it out. Okay. <laughs> and... She, and he would not apologize. He would not apologize. And I was like, please just say, just say sorry. It's not, you know, we do this all the time. Usually he's sorry, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of my ass. And it wasn't until we were like leaving the, because then obviously I did the like, it's time to leave the park. You've hurt somebody's body. We're leaving. Mm -hmm. And as we were leaving, I kept trying to tell him, can you please say sorry? Can you please say? And then when we got so far that she would never hear it, he then said, Sorry. <laughs> I was just like, well, that's a tough one, right? That's oh, it was a really tough one. Tough. But this is what I will say: when he did come home and like she sent him with me, you know, and I'm like the this, I'm I'm that guy, mm -hmm. right? And we had a talk, and I was talking to him, and he told me why, and then I told him, don't do it again. And then he he wasn't looking at me, and then I said. No, look me in my eye and tell me that you won't do that. And he looked me in my eye. And it was the first time I was like, oh, my. This is like I am pouring in. This is a human now. Yeah. Like this is like yeah, my yeah. child. Like I'm in. This is a, he's, This he, is happening. He's connected. Yeah, 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 we're connected now. And he understood me. And like to have that moment, I was like, oh, wow. Like this is this is important. Like mm -hmm, these moments yeah. are important to just teach them and to, to just – do what you can yeah. to like be an example and that, that's it's how you respond to that action For right sure. and it's that's not even so just true. like the hitting action so it's like if mm. it's, it's the falling over action or the, any it's how we respond to any type of stimulus to that to your mm -hmm. kid mm. and you know the first one is like oh my god it's the helicopter that's parent at, oh, i'm yeah. the helicopter it's hard not to I, yeah we're, we're more emotional creatures i just yeah. think it's like i get ah, it i get it and then, and then it's kind of figuring but then having those conversations and figuring out what what feelings did you feel yeah. to get yeah. there right. and that's that's, that's the I think that's the difference in parenting. I've never been this open to talk about well, talk to me. Because yeah. my dad would have the time to talk to me. To me. He's too right. busy to yeah. say yeah. probably hit you back. Yeah, he's just you like know. bloody yeah. you know, and then yeah. boop. Another way we were raised very differently. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so one of I've I've talked it through with a lot of people and I will say I think the best piece of advice that I've taken on board from it was showing that you're human and you were impacted emotionally by it mm -hmm. without like putting so much pressure on your child because it's not up to your child to make you happy or sad or but just like letting them letting yourself express to your child how you are feeling so then it models expressing mm -hmm. your feelings to your child yeah. right and then also using your partner as a way to help them empathize with you so for example with the hitting thing instead of in that moment when he's emotional he can't understand yeah. what's happening i'm emotional it's not a good time for anyone to try and figure this out take it back home and then come to Philip and say, so Philip, I have to talk about something with you today. Unfortunately, when we were at the park, you know, so-and-so <laughs> hit so-and-so in the face. And it made mommy really sad because I saw that it hurt the girl. And then, you know, he wasn't able to apologize. So I just wanted to let you know, Philip, that this is how it made me feel. And I was hoping that maybe you could speak to him and you could work through it. Yeah. And apparently sometimes when they hear that yeah and it's not like so forced and direct where they can just like run away they listen, be, they listen. They they're listening yeah. he's listening uh -huh. right now 
Definitely. And then I started over congratulating him when he did something. Rewarding the good yeah. behavior. Very, very right? sweet. Totally. You know Rather what I'm saying? Punishing like, bad behavior. Yeah, when he, like, he, I had asked him to do something for one time and he just did it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like gave him a chocolate raspberry. He loves these chocolate Aww. raspberries. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Frozen chocolate raspberries. I was so surprised. I was like, yo, what is this? What? What? <laughs> Maybe so this, this is what, what happens. Well, I saw a couple of them. I'm going to start baking with summer and cook, do know? like kids treats, like right. chocolate raspberries, gummy yeah. beers, and, and like then, watermelon like, he was trips. wondering why this is that. happening. Okay. And I'm like, yo, it's because this. Like mm-hmm. I asked you to do something. You didn't say anything. Like mm-hmm. you just went and did it. And he was like, Oh, okay, okay. Right. Registered. Yeah. <laughs> that's that that's the beauty of raising kids, guys. So, totally. Yeah, right. And then we don't know if we're doing it right. Yeah. No, it sounds like you guys are doing everything right. And I feel like I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> so I think we're gonna have to do a part two. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I, I would love to do, do that again. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. a great note to end it on. I was yeah. gonna ask you what your advice was and you just gave it to me. So <laughs> I love that. I love you guys. Thank you so much oh, for course. getting into some shenanigans with us. Please tell everyone where they can find you you can find us on instagram at iskra i-s-k-r-a and at philip a pain one l guys <laughs> and on tiktok too trying to be cool parents yeah, yeah. Get yes. <laughs> Love that. thank you guys so much for listening and if you haven't already be sure to check out my merch at shop.dearmedia.com bye bye see you later awesome Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Do you need it? Let me see you shake that. Do you want it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.